star Might win an Oscar, you can never tell The movie's gonna make me a big star Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, hanging out with a special guest. But before, before we get to the special guest, I always have to introduce our, our good buddy uh, back behind the camera. Yep, Jethro Bodine. Jethro Bodine, how are you, sir? You know, my wife says I eat cornflakes. Okay? You get the big ball. Yeah. 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 I can she see would that. agree with that. I can see no, that. I'm I can see and that. I, I, I'm not the special one, I guess. No, no, no. You're, my, you're, yeah, my, you're, I'm inferring yeah, that. But that's correct. So, we'll get to the... Get to, the, get to the special. Okay, report. special guest, uh, special guest co-host. We've got two this week. Catherine Manning, uh, over to my right. Hello, Catherine. How are you? Good. How are you? Awesome. Good to have you. Thanks for joining us for Meet Me at the Movies. We've got a lot of questions for you. Uh, you got a chance to go to Hollywood last week, spend some time with uh, Hobnobbing with the Stars. I sure did. Ooh, um, so uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, also, the Tim Cam. Hey, Tim. How are you, buddy? Yeah, look back there. We've got, a, we've got another special guest, Christian Jessup. Christian Jessup, uh, Christian and Catherine are both uh, parts of the uh, BFCA scholars, the Critics' Choice scholars uh, for this particular uh, semester, for the next few months. So they're going to be hanging out, talking movies with us. So we'll give you a chance to get to know them, who they are, and what they are all about as it relates to movies. So having a good week so far, Mr. Tillman? Uh, it's Monday. <laughs> I'm itching. This is driving me crazy. I like your beard. Uh, you know, I was thinking, what could I do? It made me look older than dirt, and I, like I think it. I felt. I think it works. Tim, Tim Cam, he, he was giving you the thumbs up. He thinks that it makes you look distinguished. Well, he, he has a night, but he's a good-looking guy. I'm just, yeah. I, look like, I look like him anyway. Yeah. And you know how he turned out. Well, I, I know, like, but you keep yeah. letting him wear your clothes, and so well, that's, that's what know. it's all about. All right, well, let's get on with this show. Well, if you've never watched Someone show, that didn't know what you were talking about is going to be really confused. <laughs> if you've never seen the show, we do talk movies uh, pretty much every aspect and any aspect we want to. Uh, today we're we've got a lot to cover. Um, Catherine, uh, welcome. We're glad to have you have you here, uh, spending some time with us, uh, talking movies. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about before we talk about Hollywood. Tell me a little bit about who you are, um, and, and why you like film, and what films you're drawn to. Okay. Well, um, I'm Catherine, and I am a senior at Gardner Webb, and I have been in one film criticism class, and really just fell in love with the. I guess, art of film criticism, and um, I've always loved movies. Um, some of my favorites are um, things like The Proposal, 13 Going on 30. I love the rom-coms, but I also love the deeper meanings um, behind movies like The Impossible yeah, yeah. or um, just recently saw The Greatest Showman. Um, I love movies with good character arcs, um, and I love good survival stories, yeah. things like that. Mm -hmm. I, know, I don't want to get off topic because there's a lot to talk about. Favorite, favorite rom-com? Um, probably The Proposal. Um, okay. I just like the chemistry between Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. And then there's Betty White. If you throw her in anything, yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Favorite rom-com? Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, I like 13 going on 30. Uh, I love Jennifer I Garner. I see that. I've always heard um, I love Jennifer Garner, um, and I love that kind of fish-out-of-water concept. And, um, Andy Serkis is in that as well, but he's not. That's uh, Gollum, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's not Gollum. He's actually, uh, he was like the uh, the fashion guru. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it had a good cast. It, I like the story. Uh, Mark Ruffalo in it, so he wasn't the Hulk. but, but Incredible he, soundtrack, he too. Yeah, really good soundtrack, and uh, I like that one. But also, I love some quirky rom-coms. So, uh, in time, 
Oh, yeah. Um, I really liked a lot. And then. Is that the one where all the men can go back and. Go back in time. I, I saw that, bought the DVD. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, I love that. And then I also. 500 Days of Summer, there's something I like about yeah, it. I mean, yeah, the, right. the ending wasn't your, your typical rom com ending, but the movie itself worked for me. And you, we've talked about that movie, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one too. Very cool. Me, hands down, uh, uh, Notting Hill. Not a guilt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is good. I've seen that so many times. Yeah. Well, and it's just so well written and yeah, so well acted. Yes. And even the supporting characters are 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 developed. You know? the, the first movie review I ever wrote was in college for Pretty Woman. Oh, um, you're old, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was a college student, but that was the first one I ever wrote was for Pretty Woman. My wife, my wife's favorite. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. Let's talk about. We've got a few minutes before we bring uh, Christian on. Tim, you guys still awake back there? Tim and Christian, you guys okay? Good deal. Awesome. Awesome. Christian looked like he's just barely yeah, putting up with just, this. He's, he's nodding off already, like most of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, he is. Uh, he just yeah, asleep. Yeah. Just poke him. Truth and advertising. Poke him with a knife or a pitchfork or something. Um, let's talk about, Tim has the, one back there. Let's talk about the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, Catherine and I got a chance to go. You can see that? Look at that. Isn't that cool? Um, we went to, uh, to L.A., Santa Monica, Hollywood, all of that stuff. Hung out with the stars. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Greg, I thought you, you, you could ask some questions and... and uh, Ask us what you want to know about our experience and our trip. As someone from Bellwood, which doesn't have a stoplight, right, what's right. it like to go to Hollywood, to go to an, uh, an event like that, literally surrounded by the biggest stars in, in, in show business? Catherine. Um, I mean, it's completely surreal. Like, um, I just kept looking around, and I was like, oh, there's Leonard from Big Bang Theory. There's Sheldon Cooper. There's Angelina Jolie, and it, it didn't even hit me until afterward. Yeah. I couldn't process it until afterward. Um, so, yeah, coming from Cleveland County to L.A., it was quite an adjustment, but uh, it was just incredible. It, it is an odd feeling. I know when we had headline news and, and we go cover the president, and, mm -hmm. and over the years I, I think I videoed uh, and was in the same room at different events with several presidents. And you look at the viewfinder and you go, oh, okay, he's focused, right? And then you look up and go, holy cow, that's the president. <laughs> yeah. Is it kind of like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and we really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, we knew that we would be there with 300 or so critics plus film and TV stars, cast and crew, um, all within this one huge airplane hangar that they use for banquets. And uh, so we knew, we, we knew that we would see people, but we didn't know we'd get to actually talk to people. And okay. meet people, and no, that was no the, barricade, no yeah. Wire you know, they, they didn't put the critics just in one little corner. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though we didn't have any big stars at our table, we were still close enough that they walked right by our table, um, or we, you know, we walk into the lobby, and there they are, just kind of hanging out, chatting with us. Um, you know, Catherine, there were a few people Catherine wanted to meet, and uh, and she got to do that. I got so. to meet most of them. Who? Yeah. Who? Um, so I met Natalia Dyer from Stranger Things. She oh, plays okay. Nancy, and I've been told that I look a lot like her, so it was really fun to meet her. That was the one that you said, you know, right before, um, if we meet her, then yep, we've good. made the trip, yeah. made, made <laughs> yeah. the trip worth it. Um, I met the woman who plays the bearded lady in The Greatest Showman, okay. Kiala Suttle, I believe is yeah. her is name. Yeah, she shaved? Uh, she is. She did. <laughs> she did like shave you. for the event. Well, she should <laughs> clean up a little bit for it. Um, and she was wonderful. I mean, she yeah. reached right in for a hug, incredibly down to earth. And I had listened to the Greatest Showman soundtrack on the plane ride all the way to L.A. So my I current was, favorite movie, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I was like, oh, my goodness, there she is. So I think those were some of my favorite 
celebrity moments that yeah, I had. Yeah, and, and we, we talked, um, we didn't just see them, but we actually had dialogue and, and conversations with them. Two kid actors who were, were quite, quite, quite talented. Uh, Jacob Tremblay and um, Brooklyn Prince. Um, mm -hmm. Jacob Tremblay from Wonder. Yeah. The kid from Wonder yeah. also was in Room, mm -hmm. and um, he's been in quite a few other things, too. He's got other things that are, that are going on. He was really happy to talk about some of those. Lit um, right up when he um, started talking about his new movies that yeah. he's working on. Um, and then Brooklyn Prince from The Florida Project with Willem Dafoe, she got the Best Child Actress Award, and or Child Actor Award, and she was just, when she got up on stage and accepted, it just melted you. Oh, you yeah. just you just melted and we talked yeah. to them afterwards um, but everybody was just so friendly um, they understood that they were being recognized there was none of this kind of ego that I don't have time for you uh, they would pose for pictures uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel um, mm -hmm. you got your picture made with uh, the I creators uh, mm -hmm. and I, as well as uh, the lead actress in that and mm -hmm. so uh, we we met a lot of people I made sure I took pictures of Catherine every chance we got and if you're watching this and you're like, like why was Catherine with it's my daughter. Okay, that's the that's the. So how long have you two known each other? <laughs> Going what? on twenty-one and a half <laughs> years, I guess. Yeah. We've known each other yeah. for a long time. Long been time. A while. But the the experience was really amazing. Um, for me, um, meeting and, and shaking hands with Gary Oldman that was kind of the highlight for me. Oh, I bet. So so knowing um, going into this next month, he's probably going to walk away with an Oscar for Best yeah. Actor. And he should. Um, and he should. Yeah. You yeah. were also in the bathroom with Sean Astin. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yes. Wait a minute, John Astin? Sean Go Astin. Oh, John, like yes. Rudy. Yeah. Remember Rudy? Yeah, remember, yeah. Uh, and he know, was in uh, the... Sam Wise from, yeah. Yeah. from Sam. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. we, we talked. You had a selfie a in the men's room with him? We talked know, about men, men's room I, selfies. I, I was going to, but the bodyguard wouldn't allow that to happen. Uh, so, yeah, Mom... It didn't happen. I know you said I should do it because you would do it, but no, I did not. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, it was there was there was no barricade and no dividing wall. Uh, you were right there. Men, in the most men room, men's room are like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean in in, in this whole oh, oh, uh, the oh. event, the event was pretty awesome. And so uh, the question is, will I go back? And the the answer is yeah, without a doubt, I'll go back. Yeah. And will you take me every time? Yes. Well, it, it to, your your mom's going to have a say in that. So I don't know. Your mom. I think and, I can go every time. Yeah, okay. All Sounds right. like a family meeting. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but it was wonderful. Yeah, wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, and, and to see an award show live in action compared to what you see on TV, it was pretty interesting. As soon as you go to a commercial break, everybody gets up from their table yeah. and they go to find somebody they want to talk to, like Catherine. She was chasing, who was that Jonas brother you it were chasing Nick Jonas. all of? Nick <laughs> Jonas. She's Any running other? around. Nick, Nick. <laughs> that, that didn't happen. It did not happen. No. I did see him from three tables away. Yeah. I wanted to run and tackle him, but I decided, you know, that wouldn't be a good representation of my dad. So, so what? That's a story you can tell the rest of your life. That's right. I got to stare at him for a minute. I'm happy. You know? That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Who did you stare at? Um, Jamie. Jamie Alexander. Yeah. You know you stared at her. Jamie Alexander. Jason from Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> really? George? Jamie Alexander. Oh, that's from the blind spot. That's different. Yeah. 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 She was, uh, what was the word I used? Stunning? Stunning. She was stunning. Yeah. She was. Looked at her all the Kept <laughs> staring not. at her and he was like, oh my gosh, she's stunning. <laughs> and I was like, you know, mom's just back in North Carolina. <laughs> Hey, not Beth, that far. Beth, it's time to turn, tune out right now. Change channels and see what else All is right, on. All right, before we go to a break, uh, tell me your, your thoughts on The Greatest Showman. I know that's one of your favorite new films. Well, I felt that it was perfectly cast. 
Um, and incredible soundtrack. It was all, um, I think, written specifically for the film. Um, and so the film scores did an incredible job. Um, and then I didn't have any issues with the acting or anything. Yeah. I mean, it all just melded together really well. Okay, so. well, good to, well, I was talking to Christian Jessa back here on the Tim, Tim Cam. He felt a little differently about this movie, and we'll, we'll see if he share if we have time for him to share a little bit about his thoughts on it. But um, I, I loved it as well. I, I think the um, for me the modern music worked for it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It made it, it relevant for this time period. Uh, it didn't distract me, but it distracted other people, like people back on the Tim Cam. Tim Cam. They they liked the music separately and liked the movie separately, but together, not as much. But we'll we'll see if uh, Christian wants to share some thoughts on that when he comes back. What, what are you? What's your uh, rating for The Greatest Showman? I give it an A. An A. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Good deal. And I don't know if I can be friends with Christian anymore after <laughs> hearing about that. So. Well, the uh, the movie is still playing in theaters, so if you get a chance to check out The Greatest Showman, uh, there's three of us here that liked it and highly recommend it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with uh, Christian Jessup joining us. Catherine, thanks for joining us. We'll have you back again. Thanks for having me. Be right back after this break. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out. Welcome back to Meet Me in the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, uh, Jed Clampett over there behind the camera. Jed, that's more like it. Yeah, you, you do look like Jed, actually, with that. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. good yeah, job. I aspire to look like Buddy Ebsen. I like it. I like it. Uh, if you're just, uh, just now joining us and you want to send us an email and let us know how you feel about said beard on Mr. Tillman over there, uh, info at c19.tv, is that correct? Yes, or we could do a survey monkey. Or we could do a survey yeah. monkey because he looks a little like a monkey. So uh, we do An welcome you back tank. to Meet Me in the Movies. Appreciate you hanging out. And Catherine, thanks for joining us. Uh, Catherine, I think, is back there with Tim Foster on the Tim Cam. Yeah, look at there. Keep him in line. He falls asleep, Catherine. He does uh, He does not off quite a bit. And he pushes the but wrong so buttons. so does their audience. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, our, another special guest, our co-host, special co-host for this week, and he will be coming back as well. Over here, Christian Jessup. Hey, everyone. How are you, man? Doing pretty good. How awesome. are you? Good, good. So uh, we'll, we'll get to let you tell a little bit about yourself, but, but first, you said you needed to clear your name. Yeah, I need to clear my name. I was back there, and I've what? got no mics. I'm back there with Tim, and I'm just getting, getting called out for my dislike of The Greatest Showman. And um, look, I loved the movie. It was really well made, and I agree with Catherine. The casting couldn't have been better. I was taken a little out of the movie by the music selections, um, especially since it is a mid-1800s uh, biographic film. I just, it, it always seemed a little odd whenever they came in with super modern music, super modern instruments. I, I'm a big music guy, and so that was just one of those things that took me out of the movie a little bit, but still as a whole, a really good film. I'd give it a solid B. Okay. By the way, did you feel that way about Moulin Rouge? I've never seen Moulin Rouge. What okay. about Jesus Christ Superstar? <laughs> I don't even know if we can talk about that in the same conversation. <laughs> and by the way, just for the record, there's mm -hmm. a reason Tim doesn't have a mic. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. And and to be fair, I get it. Like any musical, you aren't going to write like 1850s music yeah. for an 1850s yeah. film. But I mean, I, I don't well, know. And, just and, for me, it took me out of it. Well, and there's there's a big part of, of it now. It's all about the business of, mm -hmm. of making money. And they realize that, okay, if we can do something that will sell soundtracks, mm -hmm. it's not just the movie. That's going to be successful. And I'm not going to lie. I've listened but, to the soundtrack nonstop. Yeah. I love the music. But you just, but you just didn't like them both together. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A score by Stephen Foster. 
would probably not sell too well. No. I mean, if you're looking at the time frame. Absolutely. The, I understand. That, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Christian, appreciate your thoughts on The Greatest Showman and appreciate you being here. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You are going to be a Critics' Choice Scholar this uh, semester along with Catherine. So uh, let, let the audience know. Is who he you the new gen? He's the new gen. Oh, I'm the new gen, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, my name's Christian Jessup, and I've always grown up loving films, especially film music. And that's actually what I want to go into. I want to be a film composer, be able to work on creating scores for movies. Uh, this summer, I got to spend some time out in California interning with Hans Zimmer's uh, music company, Remote Control Productions. Um, that was really just a life-changing experience. It was a wonderful time. You know, I was hanging out with him last week. Yeah, that's what Hollywood. I've heard. He was right there. So I just, yeah. He said hello. Oh, so I'm good, sure good to know. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that was pretty great. So that, that Wait a minute. What? He worked with Hans Zimmer. I know, but you hung out with him? He, well, he was in the same room yeah, right, that I was. Right. So, it's, it's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> okay, I was at table 220. He was at table 7. But still, same room. We were in the same room, breathing same the same room. air. Absolutely. Yeah, Ted Danson said hello, by the way, too. It was kind of cool to see him. Did you? Yep. Yeah. I didn't talk to him, but he said hello <laughs> to everybody. If he'd spoken to him, then he probably would have. <laughs> That's so, right. He's just looking he for his next gig. Exactly. No, he's on, he's on the good place. He's he? on the good Yeah, okay. The good, the good place. Good, yeah, I think that's what <laughs> it's called. Yeah, the good place. So um, the Hans Zimmer experience, did that kind of solidify you, you wanting to go into uh, film composing, or did you pretty much know that was going to be it? I've always known that um, that's, that's what I've wanted to go okay. into, but this definitely showed me an avenue for it. Gotcha. And, it, you know, it still did show me how it works because, you know, growing up, you just have these ideas of what it would be like to make film music. And, I mean, not everything was that way. So it's good to see the real side of film scoring as opposed to just, like, the fantasy that I created in my mind. Gotcha. Well, let's, let's talk about um, your other types of films that you love. Um, you love, love films, Zimmer. Love Zimmer. And... Um, a big collaborator with Zimmer is Christopher Nolan, and I'm a huge oh, Nolan fan. Love his movies, Dark Knight, Inception, Interstellar, and Dunkirk, the more yeah. recent one. Yeah. Absolutely adored it. Um, so I love Nolan. I love, as an actor, I love Ryan Gosling. Okay. I think he has a really wide range, and I've appreciated the stuff that he's done. And um, as a film composer, John Williams, he still stands yeah. above the rest. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Christian, we're, we're glad you're here, glad you're joining us. and. Um, we, we've got a few more minutes, so let's talk about a new film uh, that you and I both checked out. Have you seen The Commuter yet, Greg? No, I haven't, but I have seen Taken, so I figure it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about uh, The Commuter that is now in theaters. It's been out for just a couple weeks now. Uh, Liam Neeson uh, is back in action once again at, what, 65 That's right. years old. Uh, this guy's really embraced uh, action films. I think he's kind of found a lot of success doing so since Taken. Um, and, and he finds a way to sell it. Um, this director that he's working with, it's the either fourth or fifth time they have worked together. Um, so they kind of know each other. And when that happens, sometimes you're going to see a lot of similarities uh, in films. When do you age out of films like that? Well, you know, know, I don't know because Harrison Ford. Wheelchair races? Well, know, in a few more know, years. Harrison Ford is doing another indie. Yeah, we've been so, talking about that for a while. Is that, yeah. that green? Is that, is it's a great, yeah, yeah, it's heard, a green line. I've, I've heard it's been green yeah. light, so Yeah, well, we'll and, and Sean Connery was, how old was he when he did The Last Crusade? Well, you know? he was playing an old man. In that. Yeah, he was playing an old man, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, Harrison Ford's going to be playing an old Indiana Jones when he, when he plays an old And inside. I love Harrison Ford, and I love Indiana Jones, but is well, we'll see. But for Liam Neeson, um, he still feels like an action guy. He feels like he can still do he it. Does. He so does. So let's get your, first give me a little snapshot of the story. 
and then let's let's talk about uh, our feelings for this movie. Okay, so The Commuter is, you know, like you said, your average Liam Neeson action movie, but it's just this idea that there's this everyday businessman played by Liam Neeson, and he rides the train into the city every day and then back to his house every day, and then one day he's on the train and just gets approached by this mysterious woman with an offer like, would you do something for money if you didn't know what the consequences would be? And that's kind of the whole concept right. behind the whole movie. And it obviously turns into this whole big spectacle of things. Yeah, it, it, as I watched the movie, I, um, I tweeted out this about it. I said, uh, the commuter is a cross between an ethics 101 course, uh, murder on the Orient Express, <laughs> meets speed, meets taken, meets unstoppable, meets nonstop, meets conspiracy theory. Oh, all those are movies except you for the Ethics One Hundred and One. seconds ago. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a mixture of a lot of different mm -hmm. films, um, and when you when you start throwing things into a blender, sometimes they don't work. But I but I talked I was talking to some action fans who were there watching it afterwards, and they loved it. For them, it really clicked. They liked action movies, um, and uh, they said this kind of movie, even though they've seen elements of it before it clicked for them. So what were your thoughts on Well, that? and look, if you're going into a Liam Neeson movie, you know what you're going to get. And that was definitely the thing here. I went with my sister, and we both went into it expecting exactly what we've seen yeah. in Taken, what we've seen right. in Nonstop. Yep. And this was just an extension of that. It's got a different storyline, and I mean, the mystery of it all still had me intrigued. Um, the stunts were well done, really nice uh, graphics and special effects. But at the end of the day, I do kind of think Liam Neeson's getting a little too old for these roles. Okay. Seeing him do some of the stunts, I was just watching it, and I was thinking, man, he, he's really looking really worn down and beat up. And <laughs> he I, I, was beat yeah, up. Yeah, he was he beat was up. He was beat up a bunch. And even maybe four or five <laughs> years ago, I didn't think it was unrealistic. Okay. But, I mean, he's aged a little bit, and just some of the stuff he was doing in the film, I just, I was always like, well, I, I don't quite see that him doing those things. Sort of a late-era Roger Moore, James Bond. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's Liam Neeson. It is. It's Liam Neeson. It is. And he does have a special set of skills. <laughs> yes, he does. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Um, the opening sequence to me was was one of the most brilliant pieces of editing I've seen. I was, was going to bring that up. As far as this uh, montage of setup. Because you, you, you see him um, going day in, day out. The alarm clock goes off. He gets up, gets dressed, goes in. So you're seeing all these seasons of time. Mm-hmm fluidly pass before your eyes and it becomes very mundane and you get the sense, okay, this is what his life is like every single day until one day when something changes. And the way they did that was really, really beautifully done. It was brilliant. And uh, something I'm not used to seeing in just like your everyday action movie. And, you know, it, when it started out like that, I was like, wow, this has some potential. And I mean, it had some flaws throughout yeah. the way, but that opening sequence was one of the more unique ones I've seen in recent memory. Yeah. The shot selections I thought were very well done. Mm -hmm. um, the editing uh, for, for action films, you've got to either be spot on or you miss. And I think they, the editing yeah. was, was really solid I would definitely as well. agree with that. Um, I, I think from an action standpoint, if you're looking for just purely an action film, I think that you will enjoy this movie. I would agree with that. If you're looking for something new and fresh and completely different, this is not new, com fresh, or completely no, different. No, this is just like very uh, paint-by-numbers kind yeah. of movie. Yeah. The uh, only difference is, there well is the mystery. <laughs> uh, there was a mystery thrown in. that That's where it kind of got that murder on the Orient Express feel, which I really liked. Yeah, and I yeah. would agree with that. And it is kind of funny because... Um, 
you know, not that Hallmark is up there with these movies, but I've seen a Hallmark movie recently that was all set on a train. I saw Murder on the Orient Express. Now this one. Was this it a Christmas kind of movie? Yeah, that, yeah, that right. Christmas train or whatever it was called. But it, it, I've been seeing way too many movies lately where it's set entirely on a train, but yeah. it's been good. <laughs> what if we mixed Polar Express with uh, Speed, with, with Commuter? Oh. You know, what if we did that? You know, had Tom Hanks. You know, he was like he played like 20 different roles. In I'd that be movie, down for that. He? Yeah, I'd okay. be down for that. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> well, we are about out of time. Any anything you want to share before we wrap? We're going to bring Christian back, and he's going to because of his film composing love, he's going to uh, in future in a future episode, he's going to tell us five perfectly amazing film scores. So can we yeah. bring you back for that? I will look for you. Yeah. So we'll do, do that on another show. I will find you. Anything you want to mention before we wrap up? Um, not really. I've been really, really enjoyed being on the show, and I'm excited to be back, talk to you guys about my passion for film, especially film music. So. Awesome. We look forward to having you back uh, several times over the next couple months. Greg, any final thoughts for you before we say so long? And I will kill you. No, I want to go home. He wants to go home. Yeah. What about uh, Catherine or Tim back there on the Tim, Tim cam? No, you're ready to go home, too? Yeah, Catherine. Catherine's oh, you got really the fan. Go Catherine's got the fan on back here. Awesome. <laughs> Well, as always, we do like to close with a movie quote, and uh, one of the, the biggest movies out right now is Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you like fun escape, uh, that might be something worth checking out. So here's a quote. Normally we give you one person, but the quotes, these, these quotes are, are tied together. How am I going to type this up? I don't know, but, but just do your best. Okay. <sighs> Dr. Smolder Bravestone said, it's easy to be a hero when you have lives to spare, but it's a lot harder when you only have just one. Moose Finbar countered that by saying, yep, but we all only have one life. That's how it is. Till next time, I'm Noel Team Manning II, thanking you for spending time with us right here on Meet Me at the Movies on C19 TV and on WGWG.org. Till next time, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>